Now to pull on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great. And welcome to the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news and reviews still in podcast form for those who don't have time to read words on a page. I'm your host, Ryan Matlock. Let's get into it. New year, new review, and new host. We've got a great treat for you here on the Scoopcast today. In addition to Michael LeFevre and myself, we have the pleasure of welcoming Timmy Bays to the show. Woo! Wow, is that like the best we've got in our sound effects library? Anyway, Timmy Bays is awesome. Some of you might know him better on the AIO Wiki as Harlow. He has been on the AIO Wiki for the longest time, probably longer than I have actually now that I think about it. Anyway, he's gonna join us to review the fourth episode of Album 69, Best Kept Secrets, episode 901 for a song. Hello and welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast. I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Michael LaFaver. And I'm Timmy Bays. And we are here today to review For a Song. Yes, this is an episode written uh, by Abigail Geiger, new writer on the team, directed by Nathan Hubler, a sound design by Nathan Jones, music by John Campbell. So, guys, what'd you think of this episode? I thought it was interesting. I think it, I definitely liked it a little bit more than California Dreams. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, as far as, like, episodes recently with Buck and Jules. Mm-hmm. I-, I love all the episodes where Buck and Jules are interacting as peers. Yeah. Just because I really like both of those characters. But when they're interacting with either Connie or Eugene, I don't get to learn as much about them because they're kind of guarded. And yeah. here they're very yeah. open with each other. And I love getting to, like, into their psyche. Right. And, and this had a lot of their, like, their non-boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, with Megan, which I think is hilarious in this episode. Where <laughs> you, get, you have a, new, a couple new characters, quite a few in this one. One of them is Devin, who's a guy who's on the football team. <laughs> he says to Buck later on, Oh, it looks like your girlfriend's coming. And Buck's like, oh, she's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny but also i i love the fact that buck and jules are being portrayed as ideal characters in this and they they do the right thing they always want to do the right thing jules slips up actually i don't even know like i'll get into it there are a couple things about uh like jules's development throughout the episode but for the most part they are really really good characters in their i guess their morality their sense of right and wrong and buck handles the situation really well i had uh, so, very really quick synopsis. Timmy, you actually want to give us a quick synopsis of this episode? Yeah, sure. So, this episode is uh, about Jules, who Buck encourages to start writing her own music. And when she does and starts putting it out on FaceSpace, uh, Valerie, who also is somehow putting music out, gets jealous, and it all goes downhill from there. Yeah, and turns out Valerie's stealing her songs and stuff, so... And stealing information <laughs> that Jules had written down about other people. Right. And putting out on the internet and yeah and part of that being uh one of buck's previous schemes with mr skint that uh valerie ends up leaking that jules wrote down like she was going to write a song out of that so buck throughout this episode is handling everything that's happening really really well and i really like that um that he is like he's not overreacting at least not the way that he was in in the next episode in california dreams <laughs> true <laughs> yeah and the moment where um that same moment where Devin says hey looks like your girlfriend's coming and jules has no idea what's going on like valerie's just leaked the information and stuff um buck is calmly 
uh, he would probably be getting angry if he stayed in the conversation with Jules or like confused about it. So he quickly deescalates and said, oh, I have to go. I have to go do something else. And that that's good on his part for knowing how to to, to do that. And it shows a maturity mm-hmm. uh, that we don't. I guess in a lot of episodes, I, I think that kind of maturity is forsaken for the, the sake of um, comedy. And I like how these characters are drama. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how the drama is very natural. I love the plot of this jewel. Valerie rather is written so, so well. This is true. Just in terms of her, her, her villainous nature. What I'm interested with Valerie's character, like which episode was it where we got into her mind palace? Basically. That's a, yeah. Oh yeah. uh, Take every thought captive. Uh, Yeah. Take every thought captive was, I really enjoyed that episode because Mm. I don't like when a character is just like, ha ha, look at me. I'm the villain all the time. Like, I personally feel like each character does things they do because they have those internal motivations. And so I love to see even the bad characters eventually get humanized a little bit. And so I really love that. In this episode, it's sort of the opposite. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of what they did with Kurt Stevens way back when. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What's that episode that was really where good. That's where the hurt is. Out, yes. Right. Home is where the hurt is. We find out that his dad is an alcoholic, and it kind of just brings the whole, like, oh, man, now you feel for Kurt, whether, where before everyone, even Wit, like, basically rolls their eyes every time Kurt comes around, and now we see that there's a story there. Right. Uh, but I want to bring up about Valerie's development here was that with Take Care of Without Captive, I agree with you, Ryan. I love that episode. But I, I think that with Marshall's writing after that in like playing favorites and what was I think there was another one after that. I don't remember. But Valerie's been in one or two episodes since Take Care of Without Captive. And it hasn't really done much for her character in terms of her human nature or her like her more mm-hmm. uh, her more personal side. Well, her human nature is evil, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Her sensitivity. Her it's interpersonal. Sen- yeah. Interactions. Yeah. It, it ha- like and i agree like that's gonna take some time to change because like even if you have a sort of mountaintop experience you go back to regular life and those habits remain so that is that's a thing so i i can give that a pass as far as a villain she's written pretty well yeah, yeah. and she has a line she has a line at the end of the episode where she says you know me ever the pleaser which is really mm. interesting for her character that she wants people to like her and that's why she's pirating the songs and posting them online and and liking the the uh, i guess the small amount like 300 likes or 500 views is barely anything <laughs> it's pretty it's pr- it's pretty substantial for odyssey i guess i guess so i mean Odyssey yeah. probably doesn't have a lot of people but uh for the song itself i've listened to this episode a few times and i'm liking the song slightly less and less every time i hear the episode it's not great but mm-hmm. for some reason everyone <laughs> in odyssey middle school thinks it's great because the best you'll get is another scene it's See, that, well, the thing <laughs> the thing for the song for me is that she keeps writing songs and I, they're the same tune <laughs> you're stupid I heard that after she rewrote the song the first time. And then I was like, wait, that's the same tune. Did you really just do that, Odyssey? And then Jules was like, yeah, I reused the same tune. I thought, oh, okay. It's like, they had okay, so that. I wrote a song. I wrote a song. A, B, C, D. Okay, I want a second song. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what Valerie does in blackmailing Jules is 
She's exploiting a part of Jules that isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's more inert that Jules is writing down what's going on around her. And I have written down, guys, this is why you don't write down incriminating evidence or, <laughs> or sensitive info because people can steal it. But when Valerie gets Jules' information off of her phone, which... Interesting. It's not password protected. No, everyone just knows her passwords. <laughs> so we find out later on that Emily Jones's phone also is not pa- password protected. That was the previous episode, actually. Was it? Yeah. Psh, I knew that. Yeah, Rydell was right before this. Yeah, that's true. Oh, wow. That was Same the, album. That wow. was the exact reference I'm that I made. I'm staring at Maury's face right here of the album cover. Wow, that was... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my point in bringing that up is it was so funny coming off of part one of Rydell Revelations, which is so serious and dark and um, which, like, Maury stole the password to Emily's phone. And then this one, Valerie's like, yeah, everyone knows your password, Jules. <laughs> right. So good. But- we have a very deep-seated issue with cybersecurity here in Odyssey. <laughs> But here yeah. it's not a problem of that. It's just like, I don't know. I think of course, why would yeah. anyone lock their phones? It is Odyssey, right? Oh, <laughs> now, that, now that's a reference to an, an upcoming episode. But that, that is, that's true. <laughs> but I want to mention that it, it's so cool how the episode ends without the resolution of the plot where Valerie still has Jules's info and all that stuff. And she's still continuing. She still has the potential to blackmail Jules. But do you guys think it was right for Jules to delete or suspend her FaceBase account because of um, because of Jules's blackmail? Like to give it to that blackmail? Was it good for Jules to shut down the account so Valerie can't put anything there? No. Well, she is, shut down is that the, the question. Well, Valerie can always find some place to post the incriminating information. I'm like, Valerie has this info, and you don't negotiate with terrorists because it's not like they play by the rules. And with Jules, right. it's not. Or with Valerie, it's not like she's going to play by her own rules, which she doesn't at the end of the episode, where she's like, yeah, I think I'll keep your information so i can use it later if i want to or after after jules takes down her songs so what mm-hmm. and also part of the conflict in the middle of the episode is where jules and buck are talking and valerie says ah you'll like this will just be a phase you will not be popular anymore in a little while and then jules is like yeah i need to be more popular i need to get more i guess uh different songs in order to boost my popularity and does it is it still about her popularity throughout the episode or is it more about her wanting to help people because depending on that i think her motivation to delete her songs at the end is um something that's either significant or or strange to me i guess what do you guys know jules goes through this journey in this episode where it first is about her popularity right and she's at first she doesn't care she just wants to write music and then she's like well she keeps checking the the number of views right and buck's like are you really checking her, yeah, uh, Valerie's page too, mm-hmm. right? Um, but later on, she realizes that this is actually hurting people, um, and I think that's why she takes her page down just so that, for the sake of other people, and saying, you know what, I like the attention I'm getting on face space on social media, but it's not worth other people getting hurt over. over so I'm going to take it down because that's the closest thing I can do to helping the situation. I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I get that. Speaking but- to the thing that you said, like, about, like, we don't negotiate with terrorists, I, <laughs> when I hear that argument, I partially agree with it and partially don't. Like, to a okay. certain extent, when someone who has, like, malicious intent says, hey, guess what? If you don't do this, I'm going to do something negative. Like, to a certain extent, you don't negotiate with them because they might not uphold their side of the bargain. But to another extent, like, you now hold the cards as far as I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And if, like, depending on the situation, sometimes you can just say, you know what? The thing that I had to give up here isn't that much, like, it's not that valuable. And I can at least do what I can 
to lead towards a good outcome. If it doesn't lead to a good outcome, that's completely on them, and I am not responsible whatsoever. Okay, okay. I kind of So, like, in this case, it's kind of an issue of selfishness, or, well, it's her property to a certain extent. She can say, I get to hold on to this, that's my right, but it's also her right to say, you know what? I'm gonna get rid of it, because the thing that you have said you will do if I do is more valuable. Okay. And so, from there, it's kind of a matter of principle. I think the other thing for me is that Jules realizes that the fact that she's posting good music on her page is, uh, uh, what's the, provoking Valerie. It's provoking Valerie. Yeah. And so, she says, well, if I can stop provoking her, she won't be as angry and maybe she'll stop hurting other people. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm thinking, um... Valerie still said that she had the information and she might still use it in the future, so... And my files? I think I'll hang on to those. Just for now. You never know when they might come in handy. <laughs> but you said you'd delete them. Actually, I didn't. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. That's something there, that Valerie could pull on her From there, anything. it's like, yeah, that's just bad negotiating. Like, <laughs> if you are going to do this kind of negotiation where you say, okay, you're gonna stop and you're going to give me all my information back and delete it from personal things? Yes. Okay, prove it. Like I want it in writing right. or something. Yeah. Like make sure that they make sure that they follow through if you're going to negotiate that. Uh-huh. Like you got to be a good negotiator. Good <laughs> right. negotiations don't come without contracts. Exactly. Did Madison get rid of some of this stuff because she was kind of the yeah. key person in getting it I from I think she she well, maybe Buck says did because Jewel... Buck said that he helped yeah. and that she wasn't going to be working for her anymore. I think Buck Madison... actually says at the end that, that um, Buck would or Madison would erase the stuff eventually. Yeah, at least he said if Valerie doesn't take the page down, Madison will. Which that's such a cool, like a cool twist where, where Buck says, no, Facebase deleted your account. Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't think you'd go there. Yeah, it's really, it was really cool. A random afterthought. I think the sounds like. Like, uh, they're not bad. But they're uh, just really weird. They are on the mobile devices. <laughs> no, no, I think oh, they're yes. bad. Uh, no, no offense to the sound designer, but I think that they're a little bit too over overplayed um, because a lot yeah. of them sound like I don't know, like laser gun sounds. Right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. you guys know how you get on Twitter and it goes. That's my one of my only gripes about this episode. Otherwise, I absolutely love it. This is a this is a fantastic episode. Yeah. Yes. No. This is a this is a good one. Also, Robbie Bruce on the guitar. Nice job. Yeah. yeah. Do we know? Was that actually him? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he does play guitar. I know he does. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. There was a reference guys, back to okay. album 51 in this episode where he says Eugene's been teaching me guitar, and we know Eugene plays guitar from yes. that one episode. Yeah. There was a reference back to album six. Did you what? guys catch that? I'm trying to think what album six. Oh, Mr. Altman. Yes. Which episode? Six. Mr. Altman. Yeah. That's like episode 26 of the show, I think. Yeah, Wait, no, I, heard... I, did, I missed this. What is this? This is at, at the, the beginning, beginning. When, when Jules is saying yeah. who gave her the F on her paper. It was Mr. Altman. And oh. Buck's like, he's usually a pretty good, fair, fair grader. And I was like, Mr. Altman. And I looked up. I was like, no way. It's the same guy yes. who tried to convince the kid that the men in Vietnam were killers and, and whatnot wow. way back when. And then he learned his lesson at the end. I thought that was a really awesome throwback. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and nice to nice job for Abigail Geiger. She's I love this first episode of hers. And if if her she's released another episode or one of her other episodes has been released, um, if I never told you in the club. And she's got a couple yeah. others that are coming out. So if they continue to be this good, then I am totally down for that. I know this this episode has received quite a fair bit of criticism from the fan community, uh, for really? different people. Yeah, and I'm glad we're so positive about on it because I I am I'm fully here for it. Nice job. Nice yeah. Job. No, I think she did a great job. Beautiful. Yeah. 
I also like the fact that they brought in so the two actors, the two girls, yes, Savannah right. and Madison, are the same from Between Camp and a Hard Place. Yeah, and exactly. So they kind of brought the right. same back in, and I don't know. I I think recently Odyssey has been doing stuff where they get one-off actors that do one episode and they leave. I kind of like the old feel where I'm like, oh wait, mm-hmm. I know that actor. Oh wait, I know that voice, and it kind of yeah. makes it makes it seem more like a small town, more like a homey type of feel, and you know. So we 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 do ratings on this show. Um, out of ten, uh, Ryan, you yes. want to give your ratings? Yes, it is a. It, actually, I think it's out of five. So no, it's out of ten. At podcast, AI Wiki podcast is out of five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I'm getting confused between all the podcasts. <laughs> um, I'm gonna rate this episode uh, seven out of ten songs. Oh come on! I will give this one nine out of ten views <laughs> wow that's not very many views are you that's sure not. that's a good thing that's not, that's especially not. Yeah. Uh, I, I would give this 8 out of 10 guitar strings alrighty then Ooh. Well, that was a ton of fun Timmy we look forward to having you back on the podcast next episode when we review California Dreams but for now that's going to wrap up this edition of the Odyssey Scoopcast if you enjoyed this episode you can leave us a comment at odysseyscoopcast.com while you're there you can also check out all the other reviews and podcast episodes we've got if you'd like to chat about literally or figuratively anything else you can check out the Photoshop message boards where we do talk about pretty much everything there but until then I'm Ryan Matlock and remember never be without the Odyssey Scoop like if you blow into the microphone a tap on it does it show up on the recording? Yeah. Okay. Ow. There he goes. That. <laughs> Did someone just get shot? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's okay. I'll recover. You shot All yourself. All right. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'll recover? Yeah. Ne- next generation of the Odyssey. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> Timmy, no. <laughs> so soon.